Through the centuries, mankind's destructive tendency has become its byword. As the preeminent species, it wants to exact total control and dominate. That's the concept explored in this science fiction drama romance. The play is a theatrical adaptation of Polish writer Stanislaw Lem's philosophical novel concerning extraterrestrial intelligence. The book was also adapted for the screen in 1968, 72 and most recently in 2002. Doctors Snow, Foday Simbo, a computer scientist, and Sartorius, Jade Ogagua, a biologist, have been on a space station orbiting and studying a distant planet called Solaris, which is largely covered by ocean for almost two years. Until recently, the team was led by Professor Giberian, Hugo Weaving, seen only through video transmissions, who has since died. With the arrival of psychologist Dr Chris Kelvin, Liana Walsman, a protégé of the late prof, everything changes. Over time, the crew has been experiencing manifestations of their previous lives. That is, their loved ones appear to them as copies, but replicas not constituted of blood and bone, rather water. The first appearance of anything abnormal was of objects, then monsters, and finally human likenesses. For instance, a six-year-old girl, Flora Feldman, in an alternate role with Malia Chafor, has been roaming the corridors, a youngster who we later find out looks exactly like the dead daughter of Dr Sartorius. But before Dr Kelvin arrives, there's been no conversation with these imposters, termed visitors. Activity is stepped up markedly after Dr Kelvin wakes up to find a representation of her former partner, Ray, Keegan Joyce, lying next to her. The pair begins to communicate, and although she quickly learns he's not the real Ray, she falls in love all over again. Professor Giberian was convinced the planet Solaris was sentient and was trying to probe the thoughts of the humans studying it. Truth or fiction? Is Solaris friend or foe? Are we falling prey to it? Has Dr Kelvin lost her professional objectivity in spite of Dr Sartorius constantly reminding her that Solaris's ray is not real. Many relevant questions indeed. The answers are for us to individually interpret. Solaris is a fascinating, brain-teasing theatrical production, skillfully realised by a talented cast. Most attention rests on the lonely figure of Dr Kelvin, and Liana Walsman does a fine job bringing her dichotomy to life. Ray's naive doppelganger is well concocted by Keegan Joyce. I was also thoroughly impressed by the gravitas Hugo Weaving brings to his role. The staging, lighting and sound are features of the production. As a result, we're privy to the stark realities of life inside the orbiter, the mood governed by different colours. The set and costume designer is Hayemi Shin. Paul Jackson is responsible for lighting design and Jethro Woodward for sound design and composition. 100 minutes without interval, Solaris did indeed transport me to another world and made me think and reflect upon our caustic nature. That is in no small part thanks to Scottish writer David Gregg's adaptation of Stanislaw Lem's original work and the tight direction of Matthew Luton. Solaris is playing at Maryland Theatre at Malthouse Theatre in Melbourne until the 21st of July, 
2019. Subscribe to the full podcast at Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.